and welcome to the Minnesota Left-Handers Podcast. Back again with you after a couple-week hiatus. Those first four or five or six episodes or whatever what it was really must have worn me out. Um, no, in, in all honesty, I kind of changed course and, and went to Substack. I started posting a little bit there, so go find me there at Substack, um, at Minnesota Left-Handers again. Um, you'll find some stuff there. It's It's all free. None of it is paid. But I figured, you know what, given the weekend that was here these last couple of days at the PNC Championship, a podcast was in order. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about what makes the PNC so great, um, why it might be one of the best events of the year. What makes the PNC so great in, in 2021 here is who this tournament has started to bring out and what that says about golf. And we're starting to get away from this idea that golf um, is this elite rich man's game and whatever. It's it's so much more than that. It's, it's families. It's this style of golf, this type of event is more relatable to you and I out there on a Saturday with family, um, just kind of having fun, you know, it, Number one, old Tiger here is is much more entertaining than young young Tiger, at least personality wise. His his skill level obviously was unmatched, and the entertainment level was was off the charts. But his his personality now, you know, you've got him laughing out there with his kid. Um, you know, you can tell that he's got a good relationship with like Justin Thomas, and that's such a cool thing to to see. You know, because it just makes these guys more relatable. And not to be overlooked either is that Nelly Cord is playing you know, best best player on the women's side. And I just think these this generation of players is putting a lot of emphasis on this style of, of, of event. Um, Rory McIlroy talked about that with with Chris Solomon and the laying up too. Um, in, in their last interview from, I don't know, when was it? Thursday? Thursday probably, I think, is when it was released. Um and, and how it doesn't need to just be this 72-hole stroke play event. We need to do things to get, get other people involved, you know, get get people involved. Um, they also talked about on that podcast the difference between entertainment-type sports and participation sports. And golf is just that. It's that participation sport, whereas football, you know, there's no pickup football leagues anywhere. Um, but, but golf is a participation sport. And things like this get... Events like this get people into the game. And, um, you know, clearly this generation of player, it matters to them. You wouldn't have Tiger, you wouldn't have Justin Thomas, and you wouldn't have um, Nelly Korda playing if it didn't matter to them. Uh, But the other side of this that makes it so cool is these these personalities from the past. Lee Trevino's playing... um, and how, how far back you want to go, I don't know, but like John Daly is playing. And honestly, I love watching John Daly. His just his personality, who he was to the game he um, And and watching him out there, just kinda there's no it's almost like swinging from the hip. I mean, there there's he's the anti Bryson DeChambeau. Um there's you hit quick and and you move on and you deal with what was next you know it just feels like um his style of play is missed on the tour i don't think that there will ever be another another like him 
and and to see his kid out there having the success that he's having playing in Arkansas and, and you know obviously they won so playing well and and seeing Daly out there is just it was just a lot of fun um Lee Trevino out there I saw I saw a tweet from a quote must have been during the pro-am earlier earlier in the week he 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 must have I think he had two putters in his bag and he said one's for putting one's for throwing you know I mean it's just (laughs) he's he got a good sense of humor out there um and he's just out having fun you know and this type of event it doesn't matter um you know, about the best score. You just want to see some good golf and, and some personalities and, and names from the past who, who, you know, you can go out and have fun watching. And I think golf fans were rabid this, this week for this event. It was, it's one of those things that we were starved for coming off the match, which was just stuffy as could be. Um, you know, we get some fun personalities in this one. We get some guys having legitimate fun. There's not some you know, overplayed beef between some players. It's not some guys who, and this is hard to even explain. There's not some guys who were, you know, they're not asked to be funny. They're not asked to be anything, but they're all mic'd up and they're all, um, you know, being asked to like have some personality that maybe they just don't have. And Brooks, Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau have never had that. They've never had that personality that that worked well for that. You know, there's there's a few funny things, but they're not comedians out there. You know, they're not Bill Murray. That's not their job. That's not what they're supposed to be. Um and so seeing seeing a little bit more of the looseness here was was entertaining, not because, you know, these guys are comedians and they weren't. But I also wonder if there's just not something to the joy that playing with your son or like in, in Peter Corda's case, your daughter um, brings and just the looseness that goes with that. I think that, that kind of, um, you know, added to some of that for us. And it doesn't I don't necessarily need their their comments. I mean, take a look at this video here. You can just watch Tiger w- with his son, Charlie. Um, Charlie at this point just rolled in a 25 foot putt. And no words are needed. Tiger's response here is just off the charts fantastic. They were just practicing putts over on the 12. Charlie made one. And there's... (laughs) That'll give you a little... (laughs) It's these kind of moments that I think make events like this. It's, It's not, you know, that we need them to be funny and quippy and, you know, roast the other guy or whatever the case might be. Um get a comment here and there, you know, like I think many of us think that we should have anyway, they should just, there should just be hot mics everywhere so that we're able to hear some of those caddy conversations and some of those thoughts and, and some of those things. But, um, I think you just get a little more looseness in an event like this. Um, Dan Rappaport, who's, who's writing for golf digest. Over. He was like on the Tiger Woods beat or something for, for this, because he was, He's writing everything and tweeting like crazy. And, and at the end of the event last night, he wrote, last thing, the PNC rocks because it showcases what golf is all about for 99% of people. It's not shooting 68. It's spending outside with out, it's spending time outside with people you love, regardless of generation. I got an awesome text from my dad today because of this silly tournament. Golf is undefeated. 
And it is. He's he's absolutely right there. And I'm I'm telling you, there's something to this being better than the match that you know we've seen four of that are that are fine. But man, when when guys are playing with their family, their their young kids in the case of Stenson and Woods or you know, maybe it's maybe it's Justin Thomas and his dad or whatever the case is, that there's just nothing better. It brings out the best in in everyone. And I think that we see that um in in this event another tweet that came up from from the no laying up on twitter was what's most surprising and this is at the end uh after the event what's most surprising is that a different format featuring players from different tours makes for really fun tv could not have imagined that now that's dripping with sarcasm because that's something that those guys have been pumping for a while you know just the idea that we need to do more things to get people into this game and that and he and, like I said, he and Rory talked about this. That you can't constantly have, there's going to be, you're going to relate to more people if you don't have four round, um, 70, you know, a four round, four day, 72 hole tournament every week, week in and week out. Um, you know, doing things like this is, is such an important thing uh, to get, to get people into the game because that's, really one of the one of the main goals of, of golf is to get people into this game because it is so great those of us who have who've caught the bug we know we know that it's you know the best thing out there and and there's nothing better than than playing golf with um you know your buddies or or your parents or, or your kids or whatever it is i've got um my my young son who we get out on the course and he's he's too young to really play the game but he hits a few shots here and there runs around rolls down the hill it's great he loves riding in the cart. We have an absolute blast. I'm hoping to kind of keep it fun and fresh for him, and he just I just want him to enjoy going so that down the road we can we can have these moments because honestly it's that's what I one of the things I look most forward to, um, and seeing the PNC like this is it absolutely seals that. It's that's that's what I want. That's that's who I think it kind of is an image of who we all hope to be. All right, a couple thoughts here on Tiger Woods, um, because we—I mean—that's what this week was about. It. He and Charlie got so much coverage, and I, you know, I think I think it would have been cool if if NBC would have done a little more with Nelly Corda, um, you know, followed followed the dailies a little more because I think that there's a fantastic there story there too. I don't think um, we talk enough about we talked enough about what the dailies are doing or what they're up to or, or anything like that. I wish we would have spent more time, you know, on, on them because John, big John Daly's story at the moment is, is quite, quite interesting. Um, you know, so that would have been fun to follow, but I think much of the talk is when do we see Tiger next? What do we see? And, and what can we expect? He's, a, a lot of the guys after the round, Justin Thomas, Matt Kuchar, you know, they all kind of were asked, you know, well, what did you think about Tiger? What did you see? What, what were you hoping to see? And, and, you know, what are your lasting impressions? And they all kind of said, like, he's way closer than we thought he was. Um, you know, when we saw it, he's sticking long irons. He's out driving Justin Thomas. He's He looked great. I mean, he looked a little bit, uh, he was walking gingerly and just looked a little bit timid. But his swing and, and his contact and it, this isn't that round of Tiger where he was, um, 
you know, chunking chips into the water and whatever. Like that time we tried to come back to early 2012 maybe or whatever year it was. Um, this this isn't that tiger. This tiger, while he may not be ready, you know, for a a, a long haul, the long haul of a tour event and the, the, the prep leading up and the actual, um, you know, what it takes to actually compete in that event, in an event. But he's he's got the game for it. It's just a matter of, of figuring out if he can build up the stamina to, to compete. Um, so he's close and he knew it the whole time. He was, this has been his end game the whole time. This is exactly what he's wanted. This is exactly who he's, he's building up to be exactly what he wanted to be. Um, I, I would guess that this, he knew that this would be a, a bit of a coming out party for him. Um, you know, he sat at the Hero World Challenge and said, I just don't know. You know, we'll see how long it'll be before I'm ready to play at tour level. Well, I think we're seeing that the game is there. You know, I mean, I, I guess off the top of my head, I'm not even sure where they finished. I think they were 25 under, though. Put them on the top page of the leaderboard, you know, second or third place or whatever it was. Um, but it's kind of proof that they're ready. I mean, he's ready. He's 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 close. I would maybe argue that we see him at the Masters. He's, I mean, it's kind of like those guys who in the football in the football world they don't they don't go to training camp um, because they know what they need to do to get ready. They don't need they don't need training camp to to be ready for week one. And the Masters is week one for Tiger. He knows what it takes to be ready. He doesn't need warm up tournaments or whatever whatever the case is. You know, I, I think that he's going to take some time off. I think he's going to try to build, build up some stamina. And I think in April, uh, about four months from now, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see him. Um, that would be my guess. He's, he's kind of said the majors are what matter. And if he can, you know, find the magic one or two more times, I think that would be really something. We all said that back in 2019, too. You know, we didn't think he'd do it, and he did it. And he's just, I mean, we never should have put this past him. I think he's I think he's going to be ready. I think we'll see him a little bit more and I think it'll be quite an exciting time for for all involved the fans, commentators, him. I think everyone's going to enjoy it when he's back on tour and um you know on the leader at the on top of the leaderboard. So what I hope to see going forward is this. I I I really hope that we see more of these events and I hope that NBC and the PGA Tour, and everybody starts to see how the energy that that the PNC brought um, and carried with it, social media, viewership, all those things, and, and you know, do more events like this because, and you know, maybe they don't bring the kids in. I don't know. Maybe it's not a, a father son or or father daughter or whatever, but but it's you're bringing in guys from different tours to play with each other. Um, because you're going to bring in different generations of golf fans. And that is something that, um, you know, the, the young fans, the guys, the guys who are in their twenties right now, just kind of getting into golf. I, I really think they'd enjoy watching, um, you know, Lee Trevino out there talking and, and playing with, with some of these younger guys. Um, because I think that they sort of appreciate it, um, but haven't really. But I also think that the fan, the fan could take something from that too. There were so many good moments from the PNC this year. 
Um, but there's a, there, there were a couple of moments that stuck out to me as sort of feel-good moments. Wow. I, I can't believe that this was the first time that this has happened, but, but take a look here where, where Nelly Corda meets Tiger for the first time. Definitely not one of those things that I would have expected. Um, you know, obviously it's cool that they can that this event can bring these two together. But who would have thought that Nelly Corda hasn't met Tiger Woods before? You know, I mean, um, and she just like nerded golf. You could just tell it's just golf nerd, like coolest moment ever for her. And that's cool to see. You know, because there are people who would act like that around her. You know, who who would meeting her for the first time because of what, what she is and what she brings to the game. I mean, she's got the smoothest swing of anyone out there. Um, another great moment was, was Lee Trevino giving Tiger and Charlie a, a, a swing lesson. I mean, the guy's 82 and his energy for the game is fantastic. Uh, here, it's right here. Here to take a look here. Hey, Charlie, you gotta practice this. this, this no, your dad can do this. I know your dad can do this. You see this, see this flag? Okay, that's a, that, that's a wet shot. Watch this. The little wet shot down in it. This is, he does all that. Greatest, I'm telling you, greatest ball striker there is right here. Oh, come on. He had you're power. The, you're the best I've ever seen. No, no. It's, it's, it's something, not like you, though. See, you got power. You got power. This one. Charlie, if you go to, if you go England, you can keep it low and run it forever. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> now you see, Charlie? You see? I didn't stay in school very long. I was practicing while he was in college. I was practicing. That's what it is. You don't do this. Here's one. Hit that one. This is why you draw fear, The most fear ever on a par five with a 50-yard shot. With a pin on the right. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't seen it. Up with water. With water. No, but, it, but water right there. I said the greatest way of doing this to avoid the water is play with your hands way forward. That way you can't shove them in. I said, so if you put your hands there and then you hold it, see, you're never going to go to the right. You're never going to the right. Because the first thing in your mind when you want to get a face is that you're, you're going to do this. You're here for the And you do this. 
I mean, how fun is that? It's just, it's Tiger just locked in, interested in what, in what Lee Trevino has to say and, and just, just having fun with the whole conversation. It's, it's what makes golf great. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to say. It's just, it's just why I love this game and why I, I like playing it, why I like watching it, um, and, and why I'm, you know, doing a golf podcast for kind of a lot. I never thought that I'd be down this path. Um, so with that, I think I'm going to wrap up this episode of the Minnesota Left-Handers podcast. Um, as I said, kind of in the beginning, I've started writing on Substack, try to do a couple of things here and there, keep, keep that fresher, um, give you different content um, from the from the podcast over there on Substack, so you can you can find me there. Um, I tweet my articles. I Instagram, what do you call it? Post Instagram, post my articles on Instagram. Um, I can be found and followed there at, at MN Left Handers. This is posted. You, if you're listening, you've already found it on YouTube. But um, you can subscribe to my channel at Minnesota Left Handers at Minnesota Left Handers on YouTube. Um, and like my page on Facebook, MN Left-Handers. And of course, the whole reason I do this is to, well, the whole reason this started, I suppose, the whole reason this podcast started was to build awareness for and participation in the Minnesota State Lefty, which in 2022 takes place at Riverwood National in Otsego um, on July 16th and 17th. It's uh it's a really fun, you know, unique tournament that really has brought in a bunch of a bunch of good good guys. Um been playing it for a lot of years, looking to grow it, trying to keep it, you know, especially this year kind of in a in a neutral place in the state. Sometimes it's it's further south, sometimes it's kind of up up in the the right county area this. This year it's it's out at Riverwood, um Monticello, Otsego area out there up 94 ways and uh it's just going to be a ton of fun. I, I hope that you'll consider joining. Um, you can send me an email to mnlefthanders at gmail.com to get on the email list. Uh, regular communication there will start in January. And um, you can get a flyer from me there as well a, uh, for the you know the official event, event flyer. Uh, and so with that, again, I hope you come back and listen next time. That's it for me. Thanks for listening.